Guam surviving life. Tough questions, real answers, awesome hacks. Hello and welcome to Mom Surviving Life. Today, Carla and I are going to talk about moving your child from a crib to a toddler bed. I should say baby instead of child, but whatever. They are free and out of the cage. Watch out. As always, please subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you are listening to us on, and please follow us on social media. So Erica recently turned the girls' cribs into toddler beds, and she is going to walk us slash me through her process so I can get ready to move Ella into her big girl bed. I hate, I moved them because they were ready, not because I was ready, which is terrible, but whatever. They were climbing out of their cribs. I knew it was time when I came down into their room and Kinsley's just like chilling in the rocking chair. Like it's the most casual thing in the world. She's like, hi, mommy. I'm like, um, no. Like, what are you doing? So I ordered convertible rails. So I bought these cribs secondhand from one of my friends. And she's like, I have the rails somewhere. Well, after like a year, I'm like, do you have them or not? She's like, I can't find them. I'm like, of course not. Which is like an ongoing thing. Like I've asked her for things and she can't find them, which like, I don't hold it against her. It's actually now just a running joke between the two of us. I'm like, do you have this? She's like, yeah. I'm like, do you really? Or are you just saying that you have it? And she's like, <laughs> so you're fine to keep it out <laughs> I know so I ordered them they were the wrong ones so I got the girls all excited they were gonna have big girl beds like accepted the fact that this was like the last night my kids were gonna sleep in cribs and then it wasn't that night <laughs> <laughs> took the crib sides off we tried them on they were not the right size so I had to return them and get the right ones bonus the real the correct ones were cheaper. So that was great. Oh, that's perfect. Yes. Um, prior to this, I removed like everything out of their room that could possibly be a danger. Like we have super thick, like I have like encyclopedia style books. Um, I removed those from their room because I didn't want them to like pull them out and like have them drop on their foot. Anything that was like breakable, I put super high up so they couldn't pull off the shelves. And I constantly just like watch them on the monitor that I'm like, are they out of their bed? Why are they out of their bed? Where are they going? So I was like hyper vigilant. It took them about three weeks to settle in. And by it took them, it took me three weeks to not like stare at the monitor for three solid weeks until they fell asleep. And then it was fine. I mean, it was difficult, but we got there. They do, however, also consistently crawl into each other's beds, which is super cute. And we'll post pictures on our Instagram later of that. I'm pretty sure I've sent you Snapchats of them yeah. snuggled up. It's very cute. Um, and then tonight, Kinsley was sitting beside Reagan's bed. She's like, I'm just rubbing my sister's back. I'm like, you are so freaking cute. That's adorable. This is also the same kid that drop kicked her sister about 30 seconds before that. So, you know, balance. Perfect. <laughs> Making her feel better. <laughs> I would say there really isn't like a magical formula to transitioning your kids like keep their environment safe make sure they can't hurt themselves which I guess goes hands in hand give them a book or a lovey and just be vigilant and check on them like 
I put my kids down and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit and watch TV. I was like on my computer doing stuff and just watching the monitor. Like I was not doing anything else. And it takes time to transition. Like we always say start with a nap, but I mean, it's really hard to start with a nap and then go back for bedtime. You kind of just have to dive in and just go for it. Yeah, um, especially with big girl bed because you can't just put it back to a crib. No. It doesn't work. Like you yeah. could, but it's a lot of work. And I have had friends that are like, my kid was not ready and I had to go back. And I'm like, well, that happens. My kids in their toddler and preschool rooms at daycare were in cots already. So their nap transition would already happened at daycare. So by the time I did it at home, they were totally fine with it. And now, like, it's it's just normal to them. They've been transitioned for four or five months, I want to say. But, I mean, you just have to make sure. Oh, and I would say if you, like, we live in the basement, so my kids are basically contained. If you live in an upstairs and you've removed your gates from the upstairs, I suggest putting them back on only as a safety measure. Um, just so that they can't fall down the stairs. Like you don't know if your kid sleepwalks, right? So if you take them, like you take the crib rail off, like that's definitely something that I would be doing. I also think a good idea is putting a baby proof thing, like handle thing on the door so they can't just open their door and walk out. Yes and no, but if you're also potty training, you're then preventing them from being able to access the bathroom. True. All the things. See, this is why you're walking me through this. (laughs) Well, and not to give away our highs and lows, but I will be coming to Windsor this weekend to see Carla's new house. And I'm very excited. And I'm also going to give her some tips on organizing and probably more potty training tips. Yes. Seeing as she literally asked me this morning, do you have any questions about the like super quick what do you do I my my advice is just dive in with two feet and make sure that you and your partner are on board with it's gonna be like sleep training all over again yeah I think you definitely have to be on the same page with your partner if you have one if not obviously you're you yourself and that's it so it doesn't matter but um yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a process that is for sure you converting her crib or are you giving her a whole new bed i might convert her crib and then give her a whole new bed in a new room (laughs) well i mean i can that's what i mean like i feel like if you do too much it's going to be too much of a new environment for the kid and they're just not going to be able to process everything and then they're going to shut down. I think it's best if we convert her crib first and then get her ready for her big girl then. I think that's the best option. And then hopefully by then I'll be pregnant and there will be another baby on the way. So she'll have to get out of her crib. That's the plan anyway. <laughs> I converted my kids, I want to say, either just before or just after their third birthday. There really isn't any reason to convert your kids out of a crib, in my opinion, unless either A, you need it for your next kid, 
or B, like my kids, they're crawling out of it. And I will say that as a twin mom, I did both kids at the same time and just went with it. I have a friend who also has twins and I want to say her kids are like a couple months apart from mine. She transitioned one and then transitioned the other. We're talking about potty training right now, which I mean, we'll get to that in a little bit, but me and her are talking about potty training our kids and I'm like, Regan is ready. Kinsley is not. And she's like, oh, both my kids are ready at the same time. So like her kids were not ready for like to get out of their cribs at the same time, but are ready to potty train at the same time. Whereas my kids are like cribs are ready to go, but potty training is staggered. So if you're a twin parent or a multiple parent and your kids do one thing all at the same time and something else staggered, don't feel bad. I'm going to have to ask my mom that one. How did she do it with us? But how don't, I would assume we just went from crib to bed. I don't think back then we really had like the convertible crib very much. <laughs> my uh, my brother just celebrated his daughter's first birthday and one of their friends was there and she's like, oh my God, you have twins? I'm like, yeah, I haven't seen this girl since we went to like public school. And she's like, oh my God, you have twins? I'm like, yeah. She's like, and you don't have a partner, do you? I'm like, no. She goes, how do you do it? And I'm like, alcohol. <laughs> alcohol and you've taught your kids patience very early on like they are very patient kids obviously probably not all the time in your mind but um I would say it's like a 90% of the time thing and it's scary to some people how patient my kids are like I took I think it was two weekends ago no no it was Friday of last weekend like not the weekend that just passed but the weekend before I picked my kids up early we went to Costco we did groceries. We did the whole shebang. Like I do Costco, regular grocery store. I hit up a Dollarama and sometimes I'll go to a thrift store. We did the whole thing. Um, there was like almost no crying. There was, I would say little to no mommy, I want this or meltdowns. Like they're very patient. And this yeah. is even through having to stand in a 10 minute line to the ATM because the grocery store was like, um, our debit and credit machines are down right now. I'm like, why? How? <laughs> they just patiently sat in the shopping cart. And there was like, I would say, college students behind us, like university students. And they're like, how? Like, how? How are your kids so calm and so patient? And I'm like, as they are. Have a choice. Yeah. I feel like that a big part of it like the fact that they didn't have a choice you are one person and you had to do things one at a time and the other one had to wait and they got used to that because Ella is like the complete opposite where she like is so used to all the attention all the time that she just wants it and wants it now and we are trying to teach her that she doesn't get everything she wants and she has to wait for things if mommy and daddy are busy. I mean, I definitely find that. I have a friend. She has four kids. <laughs> and she was telling me how, like, her four-year-old puts the newborn in the, like, car seat. I'm like, what? She's like, oh, yeah, she straps her in. I check her before, but she's like, yeah, she gets her diaper changed and everything. I'm like, how old is she? 
Mm, maybe she was like five. She wasn't very old. I was like, what on earth? Like, I mean, good for her, but yeah. Holy yeah, totally. tamales. So what do you do when the kids get out of bed? Um, yell at like, them? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> when, like, first, like, when you first put them down and they get out of bed. I mean, if they're still in their room and they're just kind of like chilling, doing their own thing, I kind of just let them be. Like, I know with Kinsley and Reagan, they have like four million stuffies in their bed. And I'm really not kidding. Like, when we come to Windsor, I'm going to limit it to three. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's with that, like, I would say as long as they're not hurting themselves and you're okay, like, just let them be. Like, I don't know how many tiktoks or instagram reels that i've seen of like parents going into their kids rooms which by the way with the light on like y'all are really ballsy with that like i don't turn lights on because my kids will wake up and i don't want to deal with that and their kid is like halfway out of the bed or like they fell asleep like upper half in the bed feet on the floor type thing like if you're honestly your kid is so young and so malleable for lack of a better term they're fine to sleep on the floor. I know that the rest of us are like, I need like a 75 count bed and I need this and this and this and this. And like, I need, like, I love that meme of like the girl that she's like, I'll just sleep in the bathtub with my coat on. And then the next thing is like in your 30s, she's like, I need to take my sleeping pill with my migraine pill and I need my eye mask. And I'm like, this is me. Like I went to my friend's house and I show up with a pillow. She's like, I have pillows. I'm like, yes, but this is my pillow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'll be bringing a pillow when I come to Windsor because I am that person. <laughs> yeah. But if, if honestly, if they're not hurting anything, let them be. Yeah. Like, I agree with that. Cause at what point do you like, after how long would you intervene? If they're like, emptying their dresser drawers or they're just being for lack of a better term I call it a toad you can substitute that word for whatever you want but that's what I call my kids when they're being little jerks like you're being a toad and they think it's funny then I would go in I'm like hey go back to your bed like if you go in and you're like get in your beds okay that really does nothing but other than traumatize your child so like good job if you're doing that um (laughs) and I feel like a mean person for saying that but like I don't respond well when someone comes in and yells at me. No. I don't think anybody does. Even in the military, they're like, oh, it's great for team building. Team building what? Like, yeah. no. I mean, sometimes the girls will be like goofing around and jumping off their beds and throwing everything out of their beds. Like, I'll go down and I'm like, okay, get in your beds and lay down. It's time to go to sleep. And I just continuously repeat the same thing. I did like what I was watching, like an old video of Joe, the super nanny. (laughs) Yes, I understand some of her methods are unconventional, but I really liked this one. She just said, she's like, I just picked up the kids and put them back in their bed. She's like, I didn't say anything. I didn't interact with them. And I continuously just kept putting them back in their bed. And eventually they went to bed. It works essentially with any kids of any age in the video that I was watching. I think the kids were like seven and eight, like they were older and they should have known better. But you have to remember, kids don't have like your impulse control at the front of your brain does not develop for children till a very late age, like way later than we think it is. So their impulse control is gone. So 
Yeah, I would just say pick them up. If they're like getting out of their room fully, yeah, definitely that's, <laughs> nope, we're not doing that. But if it's like, I don't know, if they're just like playing around in their room or sitting there reading a book, I'm not going to do anything. So I know how your room is set up. Did they ever like wander off into your room? No, we have a um, stable door, I guess. Okay. Yeah, we have something blocking. So they can't go up the stairs and they can't go in my half of the room. Perfect. Because I was like, um, okay, well, I'm going to have to move everything out of that half. Because I have, like, jewelry. I have crystals. I have nail polish. I have makeup. I have um, adult things in my half of the room. Like, <laughs> I don't know how else to put that. But, yeah, like, I have cell phone charging cords and unplugged, like, opened outlets and, you know, my diffuser and a like it's sealed, but a bottle of water so I can refill my diffuser and their cup. So it's just one less trip up the stairs. Like there's so many things on my side of the room. I'm like, I literally looked at my mom, like I have to remove that, 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 that. She goes, we're just putting a door in. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, that worked. So. So essentially, if they are out of their bed for too long, just go and reiterate, go to bed. Or pick them up and put them back in their bed without saying anything. And just keep doing whatever you choose to do. Just stick to it. If and you have a monitor that you can talk to them like an intercom. Do that as well. But if it scares the living out of your kids for doing it. Don't do that. <laughs> Fair enough. But just stick to one thing. And just continuously do it until they get the hang of it. They'll figure it out. Um, if they leave the room, put them back in the room. I'll put it to you like this. Most adults know how to go to the bathroom, know how to sleep in a bed. They know how to read and write and drive a car. They didn't know these things when they were a newborn. But over time, we've learned them. So if your kid is not grasping how to sleep in a big person bed in the first three nights, think back to when you learn a new skill. It's not going to be just be three nights. It takes a period of time. And the one thing I said with my cousin is I'm like, always give something three weeks before you change it. Don't continuously change something. Because if you change something every three days, you're just going to have a frustrated toddler. You're not going to have any kind of consistency to build that routine. That makes a lot of sense. And I would say people that are like, oh, I'm going to give them a whole brand new room. Like, if you give your kid too much change, it's going to be way harder to transition them. Right. That's why I said to you, are you going to do the whole, like, paint the room, new bed? Like, yeah, I'm totally on board for that. But when they're a little bit older. Right. So well, I have to get pregnant, have the baby, and then she's got, like, five, six months get out <laughs> what kills me is now every time carla's like i have a migraine i'm nauseous i didn't sleep well i'm like yes <laughs> and then it's no <laughs> as terrible as it is that carla's like i'm low-key dying i'm like over here like yes she's pregnant <laughs> no i feel like when i was pregnant i felt amazing so it's either i will feel amazing again or I, or it's I, gonna be awful. It's gonna be absolutely awful. Me yeah. being pregnant is great, other than I fell a lot. 
I went to the hospital three times for falling, and one of those I broke my leg. So, as long as that doesn't happen again, we should be okay. I can deal with the vomiting and stuff if I have to, but I really don't want to break up my leg again. I yeah, I feel like that's the only thing you don't want to repeat is like falling down your front steps. Which, do you even have front steps now? There are two, but I don't use them. And we have two steps from the garage into the house, but that's it. Like I don't have to do any other stairs. So as long as I, if I feel like crap though, I can just stay home and not go into the office. So then I'm even less scared. We'll see. We don't even, I'm not pregnant. So we got lots of time to figure it out when the time comes. And I will be taking you all for the ride with us. It is going to be entertaining, I'm sure. It'll be literally hilarious for me. Yeah. You like it's funny. Kids? It's funny because every time I tell my brother I have news, he's like, you're pregnant. I'm like, <laughs> no. I don't foresee you getting pregnant when you don't have a partner. Yeah, I'm missing a really key element on baby making, seeing as I don't do it anymore. Considering. <laughs> he has a child you would think he would know how it works he did I, uh, i'm pretty sure he failed like grade nine science or, like he didn't fail it but like <laughs> he just got he through it by the skin of his teeth <laughs> yeah he's a boy in grade nine science Alrighty, let's do our lows because we already said our high. Erica is coming to Windsor this Yay! And I'm bringing so much stuff. So excited. I have so much stuff to bring to Windsor. It's ridiculous. I also have another high, which is I am getting my office redone. And I'm so excited. It's either going to be on a TV show or on a YouTube channel of one of my favorite YouTubers. So I will keep that a secret for now because I don't know how much I'm allowed to tell. But they are coming for a meet and greet and to measure everything on Thursday. And today is Monday. So I have something to look forward to this week. I'm also going for a massage because I've decided that I need self-care and I have been neglecting myself. So I booked two massages, a chiropractor and a doctor's appointment. All this, like, not all this week, but like I booked it today for the future because I have been very much neglecting myself. And self care is important. Yes, which we say all the time, but as moms, we tend to forget about us all the time. Everyone should have like a self care person. And I honestly say this as like, you need to have someone in your life that does not have kids, like me as Cass. And she's like, what are you doing today for self care? I feel like for you, it's your sister. She holds you accountable of like, what if, what has Carla done for Carla? Like, <laughs> right. And we need that 100%. I messaged Shane and was like, just an FYI, I booked a massage for six o'clock on Wednesday because I need to do something for me <laughs> and only me. So I was like, I'll pick up Ella and I'll bring her home and I'll get dinner started. But then you guys are on your own for dinner and then I'll be home for bedtime. I am going for an hour massage. And I'll probably get McDonald's on the way home and just eat in my car in peace and quiet. 
Yes. My other highs, I went to go see Cass last weekend, which was super fun. I kind of had like a little girls night with her. And then it was my mom's birthday last weekend as well. And I made what I think was an amazing dinner. I totally forgot to take pictures. Or the donuts. I saw the donuts and they were adorable. They looked like they turned out really well. They were perfect, except the fact that I put a whole strawberry on top of them and it was just too much to eat. So I was like, you should have sliced them. And I'm like, oh no. But everything else that I made was awesome. Uh, The other thing that I kind of want to say about potty training is it's not an overnight thing. It's like the cribs thing. Like you have to constantly like work at it and try. And yes, don't get me wrong. It is going to suck. Your kid is going to have accidents. Something is probably going to get poop or pee on it. We have a hundred plus year old hardwood floor downstairs. Yeah, both my kids have peed on it. But guess what? So has my grandfather. And my dad. And I'm pretty sure myself as well. (laughs) So congratulations, kids. Welcome to the family. We've all peed on the same floor. Like, you just, you move on. Like, essentially crap happens. So (laughs) you just deal with it. For sure. But Definitely a struggle. And... What if the daycare told me today that they have a three accident rule? So your child has three accidents, they'll put them back in diapers, which I'm totally okay with because I feel like I get two and I'm like, okay, you're back in diapers. Oh, my kids are like one and done. So we have underwear, pull-ups, and then diapers. Kinsley, because she didn't care, she will just sit there and look at you and pee or look at you and like push a poop out. It's very like angering. So she didn't like, she didn't like going back into diapers. So that was the only thing that worked with her. I'm like, well, if you have an accident, you're going back into diapers. Oh, you had an accident. Now I'm going to change you like a baby. She did not like it. Regan is going to wear underwear for the first time to daycare in probably two months. But I think we're ready. Kinsley is still having accidents, but she's less consistently having accidents. They're actual accidents rather than like, <laughs> a peed. Yeah. She's been doing that lately and it's very, very like, no, not okay. So I guess it just all depends on what you're doing. Yeah, for sure. Your girls are starting school in September. Can we not talk about that yet? I haven't even registered them. I think the deadline to register is tomorrow. (laughs) Erica. I don't have to send them this year. I want to send Ella this year. She's too smart for her own good. She needs to go to school. I don't think I can do that, though. No, you can't? (laughs) No. You can hold them back, but you can't send them early. (laughs) No, unfortunately, you can't send them early. All righty. You want to... Like, JK registrations and everything happening this week, and that all got postponed, and then it made me think of you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to register them. I can always register them late, too, so I'm not really worried. You're not ready for them to go to school? Not really. They do daycare every day, right? Yeah. So why can't they go to school? What's what? Because school is so much more than daycare. It just means that they're growing up and it's just, it's a lot. 
and I've been dealing with so much lately that I'm just like, oh my god, they're going to school. But it's a good a lot. I know. Good, good for them. I know, but for the last couple of weeks, all I've been doing is job applications. The last thing I want to do is look at my computer for another hour and register my kids for school. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. We appreciate all the support. If you like this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on the socials. Also, check out our blog. Jump over to our Instagram for links about all the stuff we talked about today. See you later.